fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high-yo silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains fought crime and criminals throughout the western United States. His strength and courage were only matched by his sense of fair play, and the man who deserved a second chance could always depend on his help. No greater champion of justice can be found in the pages of history. Return with us now to those thrilling days when the West was young. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading for Bell City! Hail, Silver! Hawaii! Old Jasper Leach, the editor of the Bell City Bugle, stood in the doorway of his shop, frantically shaking his fist at the crowd that had gathered outside. You're just a pack of fools, that's what you are. Now clear out. Clear out before I'm the law on you. Let's see you try it. You'll ride you out of town on a rail if you do. Maybe we'll have to anyway. Go on, confound you, clear out. Not until you say you're going to quit printing them lies about Tom McGraw. I'll print what I don't want, please. How much is Dakin paying you for it, Jasper? He ain't paying me nothing. That's the same as slander. I'm for Dakin because he's the fellow should be elected. And if you weren't such idiots, you'd have the sense to vote for him. Fellas, you hear him call us idiots? I heard him. The polecat needs a lesson. Let's yeah. give it to him. Oh, oh, come on. Just Let's... take one step closer. I dare you. Try to lay a hand on me and I'll pepper you with this your shotgun. So you're daring us, hey? Come on, fellas. Let's grab him and give him a ride on a rail. Stay right. back, I tell you. Here, Don't here, here. here. What's this all about? Stand back and let me through here. It's Dakin himself. He's worse than Leach even. There's two of a kind ought to get the same. Grab Dakin, too. Get inside. Now go on, Leach. Inside with you. And 
and lock the door. They may try to follow us. The skunks! I told you to go easy with those editorials of yours, Leach. You're doing me more harm than good. But you said when you hired me... And I me wanted or... you to campaign for me against Tom McGraw. But I thought you had sense enough to know how to go about it. Leach, I'll bet you've lost me half the votes in the district today. Master. They're throwing rocks. And they're trying to break the door down. They'll tear the place apart. I'll have the law on them. That's what I'll do. I'll show them. They can't do this to me. You make one move to get the sheriff to arrest any of those fellows out there, and, well, you got your last dollar from me. But uh, that would finish me. A stunt like that, and I'd be snowed under. I'm just to let them fellows do as they please? Exactly. But blast it all. Wait. Huh? Mm, they've stopped. Huh. Let's see what happened. That's McGraw out there. He stopped them. The Try to keep quiet, will you? Mm. Oh, the crowd's breaking up. Unlock the door. He ain't going outside again, are you? The danger's over. I want to talk to McGraw. But will you do as I say? If I didn't need the cash, I'd tell you to go to Blazer. And if there'd been another paper in the district, I wouldn't have hired yours. Uh, McGraw! Oh, howdy, Deacon. <laughs> I see some of my friends were kind of taking things into their own hands. <laughs> I reckon I come along just in time. Uh, I won't thank you. <laughs> Shucks, I didn't expect it. I just wanted to remind you of something. Yeah? This isn't election day... And you're not in the legislature yet. <laughs> you know, Dakin, that puts me in mind of something. Yes, you ain't neither. <laughs> <laughs> Dakin, leaving Jasper Leach, made his way to a room at the rear of the Ace High Cafe. He entered and slammed the door angrily behind him. Well, blasted Heath, you might as well go back to the Capitol and tell your friends to run someone else. I haven't got a chance. <laughs> that ruckus of the newspaper got under your skin, eh? Mm, you heard about it? Sure. Oh, well, then. Forget it. Forget it. Doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> Deacon, for a man who wants to get into politics, you're certainly touchy. You don't mean to sit there and tell me McGraw won't get two votes to my one, do you? Look, Deacon. Mm, well? The man who sent me down here wants you to run, get it? They can trust you. You'll do as you're told. When you get to the Capitol, you'll vote their way. And your vote's important. We just about know what the lineup's going to be in the legislature. Wouldn't surprise anybody if the vote from this district made all the difference. It can mean that my friends will be able to put through certain measures they have in mind, or that all the money they've spent is wasted. Isn't that what I'm trying to tell you? I've got to be elected or I'm no good to them. And I can't be. <laughs> Why not let us worry about that? You can for all of me. But if you know what you're doing, it's more than I know. We don't make many mistakes. Good, I'm glad to hear it. And we've money behind us. Oh, you can't buy votes around here, Heath. No, but money has its uses. Well, I suppose it so. It brought old Leach around to our side. And the fool's lost me twice the votes. That paper he publishes won. Well, I suppose we can chalk that up as one of our mistakes. <laughs> But we've had our money working for us other ways, too. What ways? Well, I didn't mean to tell you this, but I think I'd better. If you don't soon convince yourself you have a chance, you will lose. Well? I've looked into the situation since I've been here. You know, Deacon, I think Tom McGraw's the only man in the district who could beat you. Mm, that's very comforting. Especially when it happens that McGraw's the only fellow who is running against me. But, uh... What if he weren't? Mm, that's something else again. So I thought. Which doesn't concern us. Perhaps you enjoy imagining things, but I don't. You will admit just the same that if McGraw dropped out, you'd stand a good show, huh? Mm, yes, I suppose so. 
Look here, Heath. Have you got some information I don't know about? If you have, I'm... Excuse me. Who is it? It's me, boss. Fritz. I got this breed here. Bring him in. This is him, boss. Buenos dias, senores. Well, so you're Pedro, eh? Si, senor. I am him. You're ready to talk? You pay me money, senor. Sure, plenty of it. We'll fill your pockets. <laughs> bueno, then I thought. Heath, who is this fella? An example of one of the uses of money, Dakin. Yeah? The fellow's got information concerning the subject we were just discussing. I've had men hunting him out for the past three weeks. What in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> I could tell you, but why waste the time? I'll let Pedro tell it himself. One masked, the other an Indian, had taken cover with their horses in a small grove of trees on the crest of a hill overlooking Bell City. They could see the Ace High Cafe plainly, and suddenly the masked man touched the arm of his companion. They've come out again, Tonto. Uh, me see him. There's the breed. I think that's Dakin he's talking to. Mm. I'd give a lot to know just why that breed's important to them, Kimasabi. Heath must have had a dozen men looking for him. All right. And Heath is the man who's dangerous. He has intelligence and uses it. Dakin's just a figurehead. Uh. Which means that if Heath believes he can use that breed, he's got a good reason for his belief. What reason? I can't even guess. But it's certain it must have something to do with the election. Oh. That's Heath's only business now, making sure Dakin wins out. In other words, if the breed's valuable to Heath, then he's dangerous to Tom McGraw. You... Think him win? Tom? Uh. He will in an honest election. He must win. There's too much at stake in this. His election or defeat can make all the difference in the balance of power in the legislature. Uh. This is a new state. Its entire future depends upon decisions made now. The crowd Heath and Dakin represent gets the upper hand. They'll exploit the state and its resources for themselves. They don't care what happens to the people in the country here in the future. They are interested in just one thing. Lining their pockets. Mm, them heap bad feller. The worst. But Tom will fight them if he gets a chance. And him get chance. He will if we have anything to do with it. But Heath will stop at nothing to elect the man his employers want. That's why I insisted on riding here and keeping an eye on things. That good idea. Wait. What matter? The breed's mounted. I think he's going to ride away. Yes. He and that fellow they call Fritz. Uh, them ride plenty fast. I wonder if they're leaving town. And take North Trail. They are leaving. And we're following Kimasabi. Uh -huh. If Heath has a scheme, that breeds a key to it. Head west, Hunter. We'll circle the town and pick up the trail on the other side. Get him up, Scout. Come on, Silver. Come on, old fellow. But while the Lone Ranger and his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, were following the trail left by Pedro and Fritz, Heath was making a call upon Tom McGraw at the latter's home. The two men spoke together for almost an hour. Then, well, I'll be getting back to the cafe. I think I've made myself clear, McGraw. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't try to tell you what to do. That's that's for you to decide. Keith, you're as low and sneaky as any sidewinder. <laughs> I know how you're feeling. Call me anything you please if you think it'll help any. I wonder if they'd call it murder if I was to shoot you down. I promise you they would. It'd be almost worth it. Oh, I don't doubt it seems so at the moment. 
It wouldn't later, however. When you found yourself on a scaffold with a noose around your neck... You'd better go. You'd better go before I forget about that scaffold and that noose and shoot you down anyway. I will. Oh, yes, by the way. Huh? I'll be seeing a number of your friends uptown. Would you like me to say you'd like to see them? What for? Oh, just occurred to me that you might have a statement to make. Naturally, you'd want your friends to be the first to know. I... Or wouldn't you? Lem Crow will be in the cafe. Yes. And a couple others. You'll know which ones. You can send them down if you want to. Gladly. Well... Just a second. I'm really in a hurry, you know. All I want to say is this. From now on, don't cross my path. It won't be healthy. (laughs) McGraw, I'm a man who can take a hint. I won't. Good day. Is that man gone, Tom? I... Tom, what is it? What's the matter? Nothing. You wouldn't be looking that way if there wasn't, Tom. I know you too well for that. What is it? Did he say something to make you angry? Honey, I, I'd rather not talk about it. You're worried. No, yes, I'm... But you are. It, it's not something about the election, is it? Tom, it can't be. I... Well, yeah, it is. But there's nothing to worry about. You're going to win. Why, everyone says so. I'm afraid not, honey. Oh, but you are. Well, I was talking to Lem just yesterday, Tom, and he said Dakin didn't have a chance against you. And you know Lem's too good a friend of yours to make you think you could win if you couldn't, don't you? This is something Lem don't know about. Then, oh, well, there's the door. Stay there, Tom. I'll see you, too. Lem, come in. We were just talking about you. Good afternoon, Grace. Howdy, Tom. Yeah, what do you want to see me about? See you about? Uh, wasn't there nothing? He just said there was. Met him just now, and he said it saved him looking for me because you told him I might be in a cafe and you wanted to talk to me. Yeah, Lem, I, I do. Well, here I am. Lem, I reckon I'm going to do something that's going to plumb disappoint you. <laughs> uh, shucks, you've been doing things like that for years. Uh, how about when you got hitched to Grace here? Now, there was a disappointment. <laughs> Aimed to marry myself. <laughs> this ain't a joking matter, Lem. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. Didn't mean to make a joke of it. Just didn't savvy it was something serious. I reckon you'd better tell me about it. I'm not going to the Capitol. Oh, sure. No, Lem. It ain't that I couldn't win. It's that I ain't gonna run. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
now to continue our story. The startling news of Tom McGraw's decision traveled from one end of the district to the other with a speed that proved its importance. No explanation had followed the decision, and Dakin's followers were as jubilant as Tom's friends were downcast. In the meantime, Mrs. McGraw tried to persuade her husband to tell her the reason for his action. Tom, don't you think you owe your friends some explanation? Haven't they done enough for you to deserve that? Grace, I've said all I'm going to say. No. That's my last word. No, it can't be. Tom, do you know what people are saying? They're saying if you had a reason you weren't ashamed of, you'd tell it. Well, maybe they're right. Oh, nonsense. Of course they're not. But that won't stop them from talking. And I can't neither. Tom, listen to me. Well? It, it isn't just that folks will criticize you. If you're doing what's right and know it, then you're justified no matter what they say. But, but there's something beyond that. You've said so yourself. You are running against Dakin because he's backed by the most selfish and powerful men in the state. It isn't everyone who realizes that, but, but your friends were willing to take your word for it and vote against Dakin because you asked them to and, and they trusted you. Someone will take my place. They can still vote against him. But that's just it, Tom. When even you won't run against him, what are they to think? Won't they believe that maybe Dakin's right after all? Won't they begin to doubt all you've been telling them and finally decide to change their stand? Oh, I don't reckon they'll do that. But they will. It'll just be natural. And then Dakin will win. And if he wins, the men who are backing him win also. And everything you fought for will be lost. Oh, I Grace, you're... taint no use talking. I've said my say, and that's that. You you won't tell even me? Don't ask it of me, honey. Oh, I declare, Tom, I, I don't know what to say. You'd better just forget about it. I suppose. Are you hungry, Tom? Uh, no, not very. Well, I'd better fix something anyhow. And, and Tom. Yeah? If you change your mind, I'll be waiting. Don't call out. Who? A masked man. Keep your hand from that gun. I'm not here to harm you. How'd you get in here? Your front door's open. I waited until you were alone. What do you want? I talked with you. But how did I you... heard part of what your wife said. She was telling you the truth. Why are you meddling in my affairs? If they weren't just your affairs, I wouldn't. Huh? But what you do affects too many things far more important than either one of us. Who are you? Never mind that. Just say that I'm someone who wants to see Dakin and Heath and the gang they represent beaten as they should be. What's all that got to do with an outlaw? I'm not an outlaw. That mask. I wear for reasons of my own. Well, if you're here to find out why I won't run, you're wasting your time. I'll talk to nobody about it. You don't have to. Huh? There's a little cabin about ten miles out of town, McGraw. That cabin's occupied by a man Heath is hidden there. He's keeping him safe. In case your friends learned why you stepped out of the race and wanted revenge. You... You know? I do. I made it a point to find out. But but you won't tell, will you? Uh, I'll make it worth your while to keep still. I'll promise that Quiet. I'll do... McGraw, there are certain things you haven't realized. In the first place, even though you've publicly withdrawn from the campaign, a number of your friends are determined to write your name in on the ballot anyhow. Not enough to elect me. Not at present. Then what do you but think... But I'm you... going to see they learn the truth. I'm going to see that every man in this district... Knows just why you quit. No, you can't. Please, but no. I'll get the truth to them in my own way, McGraw. Wait. And the same facts that would have ruined you will elect you. No, come back. Wait. Listen to me. Come on, old fellow. Come on. The masked man drew rein at the secret camp he shared with Tonto. Oh, oh, Silver. Oh, boy. Oh, there. Oh. Tonto. Uh, what 
matter? Get Scout. Here, Scout. We're riding. Where we go? To Bell City, Kimasabi. To pay a call on Jasper Leach. Ready? Huh? Get ready. Him, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Oh, Silver, away! The editor of the Bell City Bugle was in his office with Dakin. So, now there ain't nobody running again you at all, huh, Dakin? <laughs> uh, nope, no one. Feeling right good about it, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, why shouldn't they? Feeling real good, are you? <laughs> hey, what are you getting at? If you've got something on your mind, get it off. Well, I was just wondering if you was feeling so good that paying the rest of what's coming to me wouldn't fret you none. You shouldn't get a penny. Thought as how you'd be trying to cheat me out of what's rightly mine. I didn't say that. Well, you'd better not. Mm, how much do you figure you have coming? Another hundred. I mean to have a two, by gosh. You haven't earned it. Ain't my fault if folks don't like you. Uh... Well, where's the cash? You'll get it. You'll get it. I have it here. That's a mess. man. Keep an eye on Dakin, Tonto. Um, you watch him. What is this, a hold-up? Not exactly. Then, uh, we brought you a printing job, Leach. Huh? To be finished tonight. But my printer ain't here. I'm alone. And you can operate the presses yourself. Now, look here. Keep still. Leach, yeah? get pencil and paper. Uh, what? You have them there on your desk. Get ready to take down what I tell you. But, uh, Did you hear me? Uh, I'm ready. I'm all ready. Very well. At the top, I'll want this in large type. The truth about Tom McGraw. Just before dawn, the masked man and Tonto placed several bundles of printed bulletins in their saddlebags. Then, forcing the editor and Dakin to accompany them, they returned to their camp. Three days passed, during which Heath conducted a frantic search for his candidate. On the eve of the election, he was in the cafe when one of his men approached him and... Quits. Yeah, boss. Well, haven't you anything to report? Haven't you found out anything at all? Not a sparks, not a thing. But ain't that we weren't trying. We've looked everywhere. Oh, where's the sheriff? What's he got to say? He ain't had no more luck than we've had. Election tomorrow and Dakin disappeared. We'll find him somewhere. Sure we will. Won't keep him from being elected. He'll vote for him anyhow. Yeah, what good will it do us to elect somebody we can't locate? Well, if we can find yeah, him. There's Tom McGraw. McGraw. Evening, Heath. By heavens, McGraw, if I thought you had anything to do with Dakin disappearing, huh? I... Ain't you found him yet? You'd have known about it if we had. McGraw, I want the truth out of you. Do you know anything about this or don't you? Then I'll give you the truth. I don't. But if you find Dakin somewhere with his neck broke, I ain't going to feel bad about it at all. If you have had something to do with this, sooner or later I'll find it out. Think anything you please. You know what I could do to you. It's I Dakin. don't... It's Dakin and me. Well, I'll be... Dakin! What in thunder happened to you? Where have you been? I'll tell you about it, but we'd better go in back. I'd rather tell you alone. Right. Stand aside. Let us through. Oh, wait a second. Tell what happened to you, Dakin? You get held up or what? Uh, didn't lose your way in the hills, did you? Where was you? Get me out of here. Man, man, he'll answer all your questions later. Just give him a few minutes to pull himself together in. Let us through, please. Come on, Dakin. We'll be waiting to hear it, Dakin. Well, I hope you're feeling better. Hurry on up, will you? Now, up with it. Keith? A masked man and a redskin held us prisoners. What? And there's gonna be plenty of trouble. (laughs) 
Tonto reined up at the rear of Tom McGraw's home. Oh, oh, Silver. Oh, walk out. Oh, Beller. Oh, Beller. Tonto, stay with the horses. I've got to prepare Tom before the crowd gets here. Uh, I don't think you'll be seen back here, but if you are, if anyone tries to question you, get away. Don't worry about me. Just see that you aren't held. Tonto, do it. Good. If everything goes right, I'll soon be with you. Don't be alarmed. Quick, where's your husband? A crook. No, I'm not hey, a crook. Did I hear you? You again. Right. What do you want? I've got to talk to you in a hurry and alone. Tom, what is it? Who is this man? I don't know. He Listen come here. Listen to me, Mrs. McGraw. This is important. I mean your husband no harm, but I must talk to him alone. And what I have to say must be said within the next five minutes. It, is it all right, Tom? I'll talk to him, honey. This way. You'll talk in the parlor. Now, what do you want? I had to warn you that a crowd's coming here. Here? What fur? You'll find that out when it arrives. You needn't fear it. When it gets here, keep just one thing in mind. Admit nothing. What do you mean? Remember what I told you the first time you saw me? That I knew why you withdrew from the election and meant to see that the truth got out? You you told them? In my own way. Your way? What do you mean? In a way that helped you instead of harming you. You made one mistake in your past and you paid for it. You stole money once when you were a young man. But you not only served your term in jail for it, you returned that stolen money out of what you were able to save afterwards. Ever since then, you've been a credit to the West. That's why I wanted to help you. You call it helping me when you tell that story around? That breed who once worked for you knew your story and told it to Heath. It would have gotten out eventually anyhow. As it is, you'll find that most of those who've heard it now won't believe it. And the rest won't care. I don't savvy. You say that they're coming. I have to leave you. But remember what I said. Admit nothing at all. Well, I better face him. Men, what is this? What are you doing to Dagan and Heath here? They're going to be caught and feathered for the lies they've spread about you, Tom. Last yeah. night they pulled the rottenest trick ever seen around here. Just take a look at this print here, will you? Printing? Here, let me see that. Well, I'll be doggone. They scattered them bills all over the county last night, Tom. Huh? Hired a masked man and a redskin to do it. They sure must have been loco to figure we could, couldn't see through a stunt like that. Yeah, right. Just imagine waiting until the last minute, then spreading a story about how you served time for stealing. We'll fix the skunk. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. us, it was a masked man. But you pull cats high. No, 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 no. Man, man, I tell you, it was just a trick. We never did it. Well, who else would stand the game by it? But you two fellas. No need to try to lie out of it. The whole dirty trick's as plain as the nose on my face. And Tom, everybody coming to town today is writing in your name on the ballot. Even if you did say you wasn't running. Just to show what they think of these fellas. You you mean I'll be elected? There ain't a doubt of it. What's more, the first gent to go repeating that story printed here will get run out of town just like we're running these sidewinders out. All right, take them away, boys. Well, you see, Tom, thanks to the stunt they had that masked man pull, you're going to be elected in spite of yourself. Yeah, Lem. Thanks to the mask man.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. 